Welcome to A Cowgirl and Her Horse, a weekly podcast aimed at helping you become strong in the saddle. What does it mean to be strong in the saddle? It means showing up for your horse, both physically and mentally, as the strongest and best version of you. It means feeling confident, both in and out of the arena. It means feeling secure in your ability to ride and move with your horse in the most optimal way possible. If you're looking to maximize your experience with your horse, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Katrina, and now let's get into this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of A Cowgirl and Her Horse. I'm your host, Katrina. And today is day 21 of the Strong in the Saddle series. And it also happens to be June 21st, which means that if you're here in the Northern Hemisphere, that it is the first day of summer and the longest day of the year. I know I look forward to the longest day of the year all all year, I wait for it. But then I get kind of sad because then I'm like, well, now it's just downhill from here. The days are going to get shorter and it'll be winter before we know it. But hopefully here in Alberta anyways, July and August and hopefully even September will be nice and warm and full of sunshine so that I can enjoy my horse because Lord knows it has been super rainy here this June and I haven't been able to ride much at all because of the mud that we are dealing with. So enough talking about the weather. Before we get rolling into today's episode, I would please ask a favor of you guys. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It helps to get the podcast out to other people like you that would enjoy the content and also lets me know that you guys are actually enjoying this content. Um, Also, be sure to, if you are listening, feel free to tag me on Instagram. Let me know what episode you're listening to and what you enjoyed about it. I'd be over the moon if you guys did that. That would be great. So let's get into today's topic. I've mentioned in a few episodes of this series that getting enough protein is really important for getting strong in the saddle and really for just your health in general as well. So today I thought we would focus on this macronutrient because it is important for so many reasons. For one, protein can help reduce your appetite and hunger levels and keep you feeling fuller longer. When compared to fats and especially when you're comparing it to carbohydrates, Protein is by far the most filling. Think about eating a steak versus eating a couple of pancakes. That steak is going to sit with you a lot longer than those pancakes. Nothing against pancakes, though. I had them for breakfast this morning and they're delicious. But if weight loss is your goal, protein can help by keeping your appetite at bay and a lower appetite means that you're likely to eat fewer calories. Another reason protein is so important and this is key for getting strong in the saddle is that it is 
the building block of your muscles. Eating enough protein helps ensure that you, A, keep the muscle you have, and which we definitely want to do because Lord knows building muscle is extremely hard and a very long process. And B, helps you build new muscle from your strength training workouts. And speaking of staying strong, there is some research that also indicates that protein may be good for your bones as well. And this is really important, especially for women who tend to be at a higher risk of things like osteoporosis as they age. And this one actually really hit home for me. Um, Last Tuesday, I think it was, my grandmother she's 83. She actually was tidying up in her room and she fell and she broke her hip. So I don't know about you, but having hip surgery at 83 years old sounds terrible. So I want to do anything I can now to prevent that from happening to me when I am her age. So protein can help with that. Another bonus of eating more protein is that it can actually boost the number of calories you burn in a day. There's something called the thermic effect of food, which basically is how many calories your body burns to digest the food that you eat. Again, compared to fats and carbohydrates, Protein has a higher thermic effect of food. In other words, not only will that steak keep you feeling fuller longer, but it's also going to cause you to use a bit more calories during digestion. So again, if one of your goals is weight loss, this is something that you may want to keep in mind. So those are some of the heavy hitters of why protein is important and how it can be useful. Now the trick is making sure that you get enough protein in your diet. If you're someone who doesn't track their food, you may be surprised that if you did start tracking, that you might be way under eating when it comes to protein. I know when we started tracking my husband's daily intake, he was definitely under eating on protein for his size. As a general rule, you want to get somewhere between 0.8 and 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. So let's say you're 130 pounds you should be getting somewhere between 104 and 130 grams of protein per day. For some of you, that might seem like a lot, but there are easy ways to ensure that you hit your daily targets. My first suggestion is to make sure you are getting a protein source at every single meal. For breakfast, that could be eggs, at lunch, you could have a chicken salad. For supper, you could have a steak. And try to eat snacks that have at least some protein in them as well. You know, you can include things like cheese or peanut butter, Greek yogurt. 
those all include some protein. Um, my second tip would be to try a protein powder. Protein powders are probably the easiest way to get in protein. Many of them have between 20 and 30 grams of protein per scoop. So if you're in a pinch, you can mix a scoop with water and you'll have that protein in your body in seconds, really. And because some of the great flavors they make, they, they taste good, even if you just mix them with water. Um, you can also try putting protein powder in your oatmeal in the mornings, mixing it up in some sort of a protein shake, uh, make a protein pancake. Uh, I would just say when you're looking at a protein powder, try to find one that has fairly low carbohydrates and sugar. I would say definitely try to find something that has five grams or less of carbs. And we want a protein powder here, not a carb powder. Um, there's a few different brands I recommend. Dimatize is a good one. Uh, Legion is a good one, and so is PE Science. Another suggestion for getting in more protein that took me a while to get into was having a savory breakfast. By this, I mean having meat for breakfast. For some people, especially if they are used to having a super sweet breakfast that is mostly made up of carbs, this may take some getting used to, but it's worth a shot. Um, you can try cooking up something like ground turkey and making a bit of a pan scrambler. Um, I actually, at times, will just make like a turkey burger patty type of thing. Just eat that. Um, yeah, you can fry up some steak from the night before and have it with some eggs, like classic steak and eggs breakfast. Uh, you can also try just simply prioritizing protein at your meals. You know, before you scarf down a mountain of mashed potatoes, make sure you eat most, if not all, of the protein on your plate. That's going to ensure that you get that protein in before you get full from other sources of food. You also want to think about the smaller sources where you can get protein. <clears throat> Yes, meats and whatnot are going to be where you'll likely get the bulk of your protein, but those other sources that you can get protein from count towards your daily intake as well. So when being mindful of this, try and do some swaps that give you a bit more protein. Instead of having regular yogurt, you can have Greek, Greek yogurt. Uh, if you have a sandwich for lunch, try using lean or cuts of meat. They'll have more protein and less fat. Um, if you're having tortillas, I know they do sell like a high protein tortilla in a lot of grocery stores now. Um, you can put things like almonds and walnuts on a salad. Yes, they have a lot of fat, but they also have protein in them. And I mean, the fat from nuts is good for you too. Just make sure you're watching your calories if you're trying to be mindful about your weight. Um, you could consider vegetarian side dishes that include things like quinoa and beans. Um, just remember that many vegetarian protein options 
are what we consider incomplete proteins, which means that they don't have a complete amino acid profile. So to ensure you're getting all your amino acids, try eating a variety of those vegetarian sources. And, and lastly, as a proud Albertan who grew up with a bumper sticker that said, I love Alberta beef, be sure to get in lots of beef, steak, hamburger, roast, brisket, whatever you got. Um, I know lots of people try to shy away from red meat, but honestly, it it's fine, guys. It is fine. Not only does red meat have protein, but it also has iron, which is really important for your health, especially if you're a woman during her reproductive years, especially. Another thing that I want to suggest is to make sure all of these things are convenient. Meal prep a batch of chicken breast. Keep Greek yogurt on hand. I even keep a couple of Ziploc bags with scoops of protein powder in them in my bag just in case I get into a pinch. Remember that being prepared is only going to help you with your consistency and compliance. And with that, that is it for another episode of the Strong in the Saddle series. If you have any questions about this or any of the other topics we've covered so far, please be sure to reach out to me on either Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to have a chat with you. And until tomorrow, have a great first day of summer. And remember, it's always a good day to ride.